time for the Madison County Milk House. I'm Samantha Field, the Public Information Officer for Madison County. And today, it is that time of year. It is fair season, people. And I'm kind of getting excited. I need me some fried dough, some rickety rides, and I don't know, just some more fried dough. But those are my favorite things about fairs. <laughs> so we're here with Matt Ertz, our Madison County historian. And we're going to talk all things the Madison County Fair, which is coming up, Matt, next week. July 6th through the 9th um, in Brookfield. Um, it's kind of always been in Brookfield, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got a pretty storied history. Um, the earliest reference of the fair was almost a hundred, over 180 years ago, uh, 1839. Uh, there was a, a gathering. Um, they reference a fair taking place, and um, we don't have a lot of information about it. It may have been a little informal, but we know that that's what's kind of referenced as the first official Madison County Fair. Uh, and, we, and we have, you know, written documents that show that. Um, we know that the fair kind of really takes off 1849. It's always been centered around agriculture. Um, and that's because the Madison County Agricultural Society, which was based out of Brookfield, was the one who actually f hosted the first fair. Uh, they hosted it at that point in time in October, um, the first Wednesday of every October, which makes sense, harvest season, you're celebrating what you brought in for crops. So kind That's, of a neat story. Yeah, and I feel like because of the agriculture aspect of it, it's probably easier to get away from the farm in the fall after yeah. harvest and things like that than in growing season, if you will. Yeah, I, I, it would have been, um, especially, you know, you're talking – especially that early, pre any equipment to speak of, everything's going to be kind of horse-drawn. Um, so so you're using all your time to make sure your harvest comes in. So really neat concept. It's one of the oldest and longest-running fairs uh, on, on a county level in the state, so it's something we're very proud of. Um, the first event was held across the street uh, from what they called the Academy. Today that would be Academy Road uh, south of Church Street. Um, they had floral and vegetable exhibits that were actually held in the academy building. So, we, you know, you get to learn kind of that agricultural history. And we still celebrate that today with, you know, we have uh, the horse show and, and the showings of all sorts of different animals, uh, livestock, that kind of thing that you can walk through and see. It's a, it's a wonderful experience. I mean, fairs are definitely all around agriculture, which is great. And if you go to our fair, I mean, it's great to see uh, the 4-H kids, um, you know, I get to go every year, especially on opening day when, you know, things are just starting to ramp up and you've got the children bringing in, um, you know, the livestock that they've been, you know, raising all year long to compete against, compete among other people in their community. You've got 4-H doing a bunch of things. Um, so it's kind of fun to see and it's kind of great to see and you learn a lot. Like, I don't know the difference between all the cows um, and somebody is going to be listening to this and saying, I've said something completely wrong and I apologize. Well, and Madison County has a unique tie specifically to cattle because we are the first place that the, the Holstein, the first registered Holstein um, Frisian uh, breed was here, was in the United States, was, was here in Madison County. The first registered was, was Garrett Smith Miller. And um, prior to that, there, there may have been some in Eaton as well. Um, so we have this tie to agricultural, you know, Madison County itself, but the United States. So, and I always walk through in, in the birds, there's different chickens and turkeys and, and it always boggles my mind the different ways feathers can poof out and do different things. Right. So it's always a fun thing to walk through. And honestly, I, I think that's one of my favorite things about the fair is also like walking around, seeing people like to, you know, people watch. I don't people watch, I animal watch. Yeah. You will. <laughs> 
that is my pastime. Me, my fried dough, and animal watching. So, so uh, I'm going to see you at some point just eating fried dough in the animal area. Yes, uh, all right. probably far away from the chickens because I'm highly allergic. But you know, I, from afar, they're really cute. Uh, so. Speaking of history, I mean, obviously, we have the historian on talking about the Madison County Fair, because as you're saying, like, it has a very rich history. We're one of the first kind of, you know, fairs, county fairs. It also has ties to the abolition movement. It does. In 1856, uh, Frederick Douglass actually spoke at the fair. Uh, Depending on what newspaper you read, um, it's generally believed to be the largest crowd that ever came to a single event at the fair. Some said it was uh, 7,000. Some said it was high as 12,000 people came to see him speak. And when you think about that, um, we didn't have like a a modern PA system. So, you know, all those people came to speak, see him speak, uh, and and would have really struggled. It must have been a big crowd, um, but really struggled to hear. But, you know, they did everything in their power to make sure everybody heard it. Newspaper accounts of the time uh, said – he was there, it was just before a presidential election, and he was there and considered a marvel of good sense and native eloquence. Um, and there's lots of other kind of secondhand sources that talk about him meeting and talking to different people in the community. Um, but, but you know, just the idea that, that he uh, uh, was there and spoke at a, a, a place like Madison County Fair is, is really awesome. Um, and, and kind of continuing on the history uh, front, it's funny that just a few years after he spoke, uh, 1863, during the height of the, the Civil War, they actually split and had two fairs. They had the Republican fair uh, and the Democratic or Rebel fair uh, because there was there was some political allegiance that forced the break, but that was very short-lived and they came back together. It was right around then to 1863, 1864, that they actually moved to their current location where they are today. So they've been in that same spot for, what, 160 years almost? Um so fantastic. Yeah. And um, when um, when was the grandstand kind of, I mean, tell me a little bit about the grandstand. Because if you go, the grandstand's the place to go. You know, that's where they have the demolition derby. They have the truck pulls, the tractor pulls. Tell um, us a little bit about the grandstand. Don't forget the lawnmower races. Oh, the lawnmower races. I love the lawnmower races. Um, so the grandstand, the, the modern grandstand was built, uh, a modern one was built around 1900. They actually... Uh, put in special horse stalls, cattle sheds. At that point in time, horse racing had actually become really, really popular. So they were hosting horse races on the track when we think about the demolition dirty and those. At that point in time, it was horse racing. So that was the first time uh, it, it was renovated. Um, I believe uh, in about May, yeah, May 1945, um, the, gr- the grandstand was actually destroyed. Uh, we had a tornado, um, which is a really funny thing to think about in Madison County. Which we've had a few. Um, yes, we in, have. Throughout but, history, but yes. Um, but uh, we the tornado actually destroyed the grandstand. It cost somewhere in the neighborhood of about $12,000 in damage in that day's money. Um, today, about $200,000 that would have cost to rebuild. So, um, But they, but they um, um, definitely were able to get it back up and running, and that's kind of the one you see today, although it's, it's been renovated, I think, at least a few times. It, since I've been here, it's been repainted and touched up and fixed up a few times. Um, but you know, there's different things that have impacted it. Um, 1916, the f- fair was actually closed for the first time. Uh, the flu pandemic, the New York state board of health pro- prohibited children from attending the fair. Um, so that was kind of an interesting thing. Would that be the, now the second Wouldn't time, been the right? Spanish, Spanish no, flu. No, but so recently it would have been the second time it was closed due to that. Due uh, to I think pandemic. it was closed one more year in between. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, it, it, we we have not been only one or two years that it's been closed in the history of the fair. It's generally open and having a good time. 
was right around then, um, the 1940s, the fair moves to Labor Day. Um, just to give you a difference in kind of the time, they drew between 14 and 20,000 people a day. Um, I can't imagine 20,000 people at the fairgrounds. Like if you've ever gone, I don't even think the fairgrounds is big enough for 20,000 people. Well, and in that point in time, 1940s, Madison County's population was probably about 20,000 people or 40,000 people. Right. So you're talking, obviously, they're coming from other areas, but half of the county's population is going to the county fair. Right. Um, and that was the other year, 1942. Uh, it closed, I'm guessing, because of World War II. Um, and, and it reopened the following year. So there was two years there. Um, and we always kind of like to look at kind of the oddball stories, and I have to give credit to um, the students at the Brookfield High School who published a book about the history of the fair. Um, and within it, they have a, a lot of neat photos, and I think you can still buy it at the uh, Town of Brookfield Historical Society. But one of the neat ones is that um, when the fair came back in 1943, they had a wild animal show by a guy by the name of Professor George J. Keller. And uh, Within that show, he had a lion, uh, and he was actually nearly killed by his lion, Leo, that year. Um, he would place his head inside Leo's mouth for 10 seconds and then tap on Leo to have him release. And um, that year, Leo decided he wasn't going to let go and started to close tighter and tighter and tighter, and the professor passed out. Uh, he, when he awoke, he found that he hadn't breathed for nearly three minutes. However, he survived. Um and actually made it a point to keep working with Leo. He, he, you know, he he kept doing it. But can you imagine being at the fair at that point in time and you see this lion clamping down on a guy uh, and, and what's running through your mind? Um, Is this all an act? What's really happening? Right. I mean, I can't even imagine. Um, and again, there's there's photos of, of him in the the the. Uh, the stage area with the lions it's it's just a crazy image uh, and it, you can go down a lot of other roads but it's just kind of funny and that one really popped at me um another one that popped at me was uh, there was a popular wrestler a guy by the name of john bonica who was in the wrestling hall of fame um who came and wrestled here uh he became a regular wrestling at the fair and what's funny about that is you kind of think of a wrestler and and, and pro wrestling uh, he utilized the money he made from wrestling at the fair uh, and, and some other fairs to pay for medical school, and he went on to become a doctor. So we have this picture of this big burly guy who was a wrestler, and you kind of learn that he was using that for his opportunity to better himself and grow on, go on and become something else, uh, become a medical doctor. It's kind of a fun story. That is kind of a fun story. I mean, everybody has a dream, and he he found a way to get there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, so I mean, I kind of told you my favorite part of the fair. Well, fairs in general. What's one of your favorites, Matt? So I grew up, I technically grew up the next county over. I grew up in Verona. In we county. don't hold that against him. <laughs> and uh, I grew up going to the fireman's field days yes. uh, when I was a kid. It's something that you don't see a lot of anymore. Um, but I will forever remember the rides uh, and being able to go on those rides. And um, as I got older, my brother was a volunteer fireman. And he was really, really involved in helping out with that kind of stuff. So um, I love the uh, – I mean, I, I don't go on them, but I love the idea of the rides, and I, I love to watch, you know, my nieces and nephews and kids like that experience that like I did because there's just not a lot of that kind of stuff still around, you know. Right. Um, and similar to you, I love walking through the, the animal. I mean, the animals are, are so clean, and, and these kids have worked so hard to prep them and, and show them. So it's a wonderful experience to see that hard work come to fruition. It really is. And, and I mean, they, they take such pride in the work that they do. Um, and actually, I mean, you, you were talking about how um, 
I was thinking this when you were talking about how the fair became popular and was around a Labor Day event. So we went from the fall to kind of earlier fall Labor Day, but now the fair is in July. And that's really because of the New York State Fair. All the county fairs kind of happened in the first couple of months of summer so that people who place and, you know, have, you know, uh, even if it's like, you know, uh, produce or animals, they can go on to the state fair, which is in around Labor Day. So that's kind of why the other reason there was the shift so they all could compete on the bigger, yeah, bigger we level. Yeah, sh- we shifted to July initially the last weekend, but we shifted to July around 1960. New York is unique in this because, like, we have crops coming up now. We're in the middle of strawberry season. It's really Mm -hmm. July. The pickling cucumbers are starting to come out. So you're starting to get, you know, in New York, we kind of have this rolling bountiful of what's coming, you know, Corn on the cob. We're going to start having our own corn pretty soon. It is knee high. uh, We're getting into hop season uh, in August. And then you go into kind of squash and all that kind of stuff in the fall. Um, So we have that kind of, um, yeah, we've had good season for knee high. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Completely off topic. Um, But we're getting that season. So it's a fun thing, too, to experience that. You know, I don't know if every other place has that kind of setup, you know. Um, I know I'm about to harvest my garlic from my little garden, uh, but my cucumbers are, are still fairly small and my peppers are coming but i'm gonna have tomatoes pretty quick here and that's the other thing we'll start getting it, my garden is not it is just flowering and we actually have two summer squash that are growing from the flower to the squash and my children are amazed as what what is happening and i think that's great that like that's the other thing about the fair it's an education especially for people who you know grew up in more of an urban setting or you know like it teaches you about livestock, it teaches you about where food comes from, and different. And you might you might see a type of chicken that you've never seen before, or you might see a vegetable that you've never seen before. So I think that's a great thing about fairs as well. Well, an education from non-traditional sources, because you're just as likely to be taught by an adult as you are by a six-year-old. Um, yes. Who's who's the one that was raising that animal? And and that's the thing is, I mean, you go into the dairy building, which was it last year or the year beforehand? They opened the new dairy building. All the years run into one right now. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I went last year. I don't think I went over to the animal barns last year because I think, I think the it was weather la- wasn't great. I think it was last year, right. It was last year they opened the new dairy building, which is beautiful, by the way. Um, uh, it has so many great great things to it. But um, you could, right, you could just go into the dairy building and you could be walking around and a six-year-old or an eight-year-old could be telling you about their cow, their calf, what uh, what it eats, um, you know, it's day-to-day, what what they're doing. I mean, they, they are so full of knowledge, which is great. Um I just, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things is like you just don't realize that, you know, you could be going for a fun day at the fair, but, you know, you're also learning something at the Absolutely. same time. And and along with those, there's also um, traditionally a, a petting zoo of some sort with yes. different animals that you can kind of experience. So if, if you don't have the capability to get to Utica or to Syracuse to a, a bigger zoo, um, you have an opportunity to see animals there too that, that aren't livestock, but that are, you know, more of a an, traditional animal in a zoo. So there's some events going on at the fair this year. They, obviously, it's July 6th through the 9th in Brookfield. Um, there's the dairy show, the sheep show, the horse show, stock car races, uh, demolition derby, the tractor pulls, the truck pulls, the lawnmower pulls, um, and Buffalo Barfield is back again this year. They're a great band. They're playing, I think, three or four times every day from what I was seeing. Yeah, and you, the, you, you've got the pageants. I mean, you've got so much going on there. Well, in the food. And the food. And the food. <laughs> and the food and the rides. And you were talking about the rides, and all I think about is you, know, you hear the 
the joy and laughter going on. And like, I love going on the rides at night because of the lights. Lights. The lights are the best part. Like going on the rides during the day, it's like, eh, it's not as exciting to me. <laughs> wow. And your kids are at that fun age where they're probably now tall enough to go on most of them. Yes. We started that last year at the, uh, not the Madison County Fair, but we did start it last year at the New York State Fair. And I wasn't, su- I was actually pleasantly surprised at how many they wanted to go on. Um, <laughs> And I was also like, you're not quite old enough to go on all of them yet. But um, my, you know, the motorcycle one that goes around in a circle. Everybody knows the motorcycle one. It's the same motorcycles that have been out there for, I think, at least 30 years. They still are glittery painted. Um, My daughter, Leia, still talks about the motorcycle. I go on the motorcycle. And I'm like, um, no. (laughs) But she loved that ride. So we are looking forward to that again this year. So maybe I'll take them at night this year so they can see all the pretty lights. I think they'll enjoy it. You got to make sure what night you go, they got the the, the ear covers because uh, some of those those cars, the truck poles and stuff, they get noisy. They do get noisy. We went a couple of years ago, you and I, just to check it all yeah, out. Yeah, we watched the lawnmower races for a little bit. And it was, I think, again, when you talk about a different experience, there was a, I'm going to guess he was maybe 10 or 12 years old. And I he mean, was hauling on his lawnmower. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, I mean such pride and he was going i was like this kid's amazing <laughs> like and get my lawnmower to do that <laughs> um, but yeah <laughs> taking him over um yeah it's it, it, we always learn something new and it's always a fun experience and there's going to be a lot of uh, madison county offices down there i think the sheriff's office is going to have their yeah, the sh- madison county sheriff's office is usually there with the um the child ids the yep. safe child ids um and a lot of information for you they talk about um so many other programs and then we usually have um you know the historians brings down things um you know we have the clerk's office board of elections brings down things uh dss uh we partner emergency services um emergency emergency management will be there um they actually have some new things this year which is great Uh, i think one of the ambulances will probably be going down and you know, I mean, we work hand in hand with CCE of Madison County. Um, and, you know, they have our 4-H program and we all kind of hang out in the same barn, um, which actually is the CCE building, isn't it? No, it's now the Larkin building. It's the Larkin building. The Larkin family who were, were prominent farmers. Don Larkin was a wonderful person. Thank you. I was like, wait a second. I think it just changed its name. Um, and, you know, we're all, we all kind of hang out together and you can find out about services here at Madison, from Madison County um, and meet our partners and... Learn so much. Yeah, and uh, I think the Veterans Office is actually going to be down there this year too. We're bringing stuff from them. Um, Board of Elections. This is this is um, a great opportunity for if you're a young person that haven't registered to vote yet. Mm-hmm. That they're going to have all that stuff down there. Um, so it's it's always fun to to see the departments because um, we don't always see each other here, uh, depending on where you are. But it's a great opportunity to learn all the different things that come from Madison County government too uh, in one location. So if you're in the neighborhood, if you're around next weekend, um, July 6th through the 9th, the Madison County Fair in Brookfield, uh, you know, it's a long-standing tradition here in Madison County, and we wanted to keep it going, so we, head on down. We will be there Thursday, uh, the 6th, sixth, uh, setting up uh, in the morning, so about 11 a.m. You'll be able to see we bring down some of our displays from the Bicentennial for folks. This will be the last time we bring down the old ones, I hope. Matt uh, is so <laughs> excited that the old ones are going to have a permanent place someplace so he doesn't have to move them. Uh, they're very heavy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam has more than once helped me uh, move them. Um, but we're but um, it's a great opportunity to learn history. It's a great opportunity to see all sorts of different things and, and learn about the agriculture, which is still so important um, in our community. And, and 
One of the fun things we do up here occasionally is look at our old records, and, and we have some of the um, agricultural record censuses from 1835 and 1845 and 1910 and different times. And it's funny to look at how much has changed and yet how much has very much stayed the same. So, you know, I was looking at the 1835 one and, and the volume of sheep. We, Mutton Hill, which is in the Fenner area, was literally named because it was a hill of sheep um, and huge, thousands upon thousands of sheep. We don't have that many sheep anymore. <laughs> Um, we probably have that many cows, though. But we definitely still grow a lot of corn, and we definitely definitely still grow a lot of barley and wheat um, yes. and, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, as much as it changes, it stays the same. And um, a side note, I was actually just thinking about this. The last last year when we went down, uh, I was, you know, out there at the fair on the opening day, and, you know, you guys were setting up, and I was with, you know, the chairman and with the county administrator. And we ran into these two gentlemen, and they actually are um, – part of New York State and they actually I think it's the Department of Health and they actually make sure all the everything's all set up at each county fair so they go county fair to county fair you know as they're opening up just to make sure everybody's got their permits you know all the electricals are all set up and everything like that so they were you know they're just checking out Madison County Fair and they're like and the gentleman I was talking to he's been doing this for 40 years and he was like I always love coming to the Madison County Fair this is one of my favorite days of the year I like coming to the Madison County Fair I'm like Really? And he's like, yeah, this is one of my favorite fairs to go to. And he literally goes to every single county fair in New York State. He loves the history of the Madison County Fair and how some of our buildings have been there for decades and decades and decades. And he just loves the history of the Madison County Fair. And so I was like, you know what? Thank you for telling me that. So I just wanted to leave us with that. And the fried dough. And the fried (laughs) dough. Just get me some fried dough and I'm a happy person. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you.